Welcome again to It Doesn't Take a Genius, conversation with introspective perspectives and pithy points of view. Here are your hosts, my friends, Max and Marty. I think that's Mark and Mike. Yeah, whatever. Ramsey! Marshall, you know, uh, it, it just never fails. Uh, I'm sitting here with my typical backdrop, uh, which is uh, actual books on my bookshelf in my office, some you know, model cars uh, in the background with it. And I never know where you're going to be. Today, you're in a library. Oh, not just a library, the Hogwarts I, library. I thought I saw a book flying past a minute ago. So that would, <laughs> it makes sense. Yes. Well, and I'm very proud that as a muggle, you recognized <laughs> what was happening. So that's very that's right. good. <laughs> the, uh, no, I think today's topic, uh, I think yeah. you're finally, after 88 episodes, you finally have a background that fits our topic. <laughs> that's that's possibly true. Nice, nice. That's so possible. yeah, yeah, I chose the library uh, because today is all about learning and curiosity. Yeah, yeah. And, and you and I got into this because of a story I told you, and I'll uh, just quickly share that. Um, I had a client years ago. Um, I was supposed to go visit this client on behalf of a automotive manufacturer, and I was supposed to help them understand how to sell on the internet. That was what it was basically about. It was, it was a, 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 about two years there where we spent just trying to learn how to sell cars on the internet. And, and we literally had conversations like, you know, um, all those emails in your inbox from your website, those are actually people. Like that was that was sort of, sort of the gist of the conversations we sometimes had in those early days, um, and and I didn't appreciate sort of how big of a leap some of these car dealerships were taking until this one event uh, where I was uh, with a dealer and he would fly in. Um, he was an absentee dealer, as we like to say, and he would fly in from Florida to uh, attend my quarterly meetings. And I just thought, you know, I'm a pipsqueak. Uh, this guy is a rich car dealer. Uh, what is he getting out of this? Does he, you know, is this a big deal? And next thing you know, um, we're sitting there around his computer and uh, I, I show him uh, that you can copy and paste by doing control Z uh, or excuse me, control C, control V. And, and he just sat there stunned for a minute. And then he literally gathered up everybody in the office. Boys, get over here. Boys, boys, get over here. And um, we uh, spent uh, the next, uh, you know, uh, 10 minutes or so learning about copy and paste. And uh, I was telling you that story and you were uh, making the observation that like, that's a good thing. <laughs> yes. It sounds pitiful to a lot of people. I, I get it. But that is a good thing. Oh, yeah. And the, the part that I love about that story is that, that he was open to learning. And yep. then he was enthusiastic enough about the learning to to yell, you know, to immediately want to share right. it with other people. Right? right. This is so cool. Get in here. I've learned this new thing, and I I want you to all just to be just as excited about it as I am. That's right. That's and right. I, and what we find in our line of work is uh, sometimes not everyone's just as excited about learning as we are, or sometimes yeah. their their leader, their manager, their boss is. Right. And so in our line of work, uh, oftentimes we get hired by uh, uh, somebody who owns the business, uh, runs mm -hmm. a department, owns a store, that type of thing. And they bring us in and, and 
the fact that they brought us in tells us they're already in a learning mindset. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they say, I want you to work with all my managers. I want you to work with all my leaders. Mm -hmm. And so we will we'll, we'll host a general session. Hey, this is who we are and what we do. And then we'll go into some one-on-one -on -one sessions. Right. And, and it doesn't take very long to figure out that, that some people are, are extremely excited that you're there. They, they see themselves as growth opportunities. They know there's just more to be learned. And then there's people we sit across from that see zero value in what we do. Uh, they're somewhere in their head, they're all that in a bag of chips and, or they believe that there's, this is what it is. It, it is what it is. And it's yeah. not going to get any better. It's not going to change. Yeah. Yeah. So a, a couple things about that. One is that, um, you know, sometimes not, not often, but sometimes we get brought in by a guy who says, my people need to learn. I don't. So there are those times where we, I remember Linda Mitchell, uh, one of our mentors, telling a story of, you know, where she sort of had to look a, a, a car dealer in the eye and say, look, they're not going to accept this unless you're willing to work on this, too. And it was like a watershed moment for the organization. You know, he, he got on board and, and a lot of good things happened as a result. So I do want to give that that one oh, caveat. Yeah. No, no, I had, the, I had the exact same experience. I was doing a workshop for a manager uh, just this year. And uh, I was talking to him before it started. I, I said, uh, very excited to have you here. He goes, I'm not all that happy. Said, What's the deal? He goes, I send people to workshops. I don't go to workshops. <laughs> yeah, not sure what, I, what I'm even doing here. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough day. That's great. Well, uh, so, um, Here's the other thing I wanted to throw into the to the mix here, um, and and this will this will get uh, a little weird, briefly and quickly. But I'll hawk this book. It's not something that I think anybody listening to this podcast is going to run out and buy. Uh, it's Norms and Nobility by David Hicks, um, and it's essentially a, a a treatise he wrote on education and and uh, what were the uh, the benefits of a classical education and what is classical education? He was a headmaster, um, and and so he he had a history with uh, uh, you know he I think he was Oxford trained and things like that. But uh, just a, a really fascinating individual. I got a chance to uh, be present for an interview that he had, and uh, just a really really interesting person. And it it basically uh, boils down to. Um, what he sees as the source of what education is about. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you a quick uh, bit from the beginning of, of the book. Um, you know, he's talking about classical education. He says it's, it's not a specific time or place. It stands instead for a spirit of inquiry and a form of instruction. We're not going to talk about the form of instruction. That's a whole thing. But let's talk about the spirit of inquiry. You know, this idea that there is a there is a genuine uh, curiosity on your part, uh, and and he says that the whole process that goes into that spirit of inquiry, uh, he says um, it's the indispensable tool for unearthing all human knowledge. Um, so uh, it it involves mental habits, it involves a, a mindset, and and we're here today to sort of talk about that that um, there, are, there are just some ways of orienting yourself that will make sure 
that you are continuing to grow. And one of those things is a spirit of inquiry and having that uh, be sort of how you orient yourself to your day, frankly, your life. Oh yeah, no, I, I think the I think that's spot on. I, I I never thought of that phrasing a spirit of inquiry. I, I use the word curious. Uh, yep. Because yeah, I'm not British, uh, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you know, and just and and people have asked me about it. Say what what makes you good at what you do? And I said one of the the foundations is I'm just insanely curious. Yeah. And beyond curious, I want to know how everything and everybody works. Right. I just, I just need to know. I need to know. I need to know how this machine works. I need to know how this process works. How do people mm. get from here to here? And then, and then, how do you work? Right? When you're presented with a problem or a situation yeah. or an opportunity, what goes on in your head? Right. And and it, that that insane curiosity is the thing that helps you because you you see so much that that you you can and then once you connect the dots, you can help people by connecting the dots to things that that, that work that will augment what it is that they're wanting to do, how they want to get better and things like that. Yeah. And you know that what's what's so cool about that is um that does not mean that you're like this wild rebel out there, um, you know, just sort of uh, you know, a maverick taking on, you know, learning anything and everything you have to sort of submit to something to learn about it. So, you know, with, with a client, with a new concept, with a new machine that you're trying to learn how it works, like you have to sort of sit under it for a while and be humble around it and, and learn from it, how it works. Uh, you know, what, what the, what the parts of it are, what the process is, what, whatever it is we're talking about. And uh, you know, that, that's um that's a place that a lot of leaders sort of lose touch with, right? You know, they've climbed the ranks and, and they've arrived and, uh, you know, they, they've got it figured out. And so I don't need to, you know, be in a state of humility anymore. I'm just going to, you know, get my people to do it. They, they go to the workshops. I've already been to the workshop. I've figured that out. I, it, it makes me think, this is a little silly, but it makes me think of uh, Indigo Girls, the uh, famous folk rock band from Georgia. Oh, yeah. Uh, obviously. I mean, I, clearly, that's what it makes you think of, too, I'm sure. Um, and I'm, <laughs> I'm going to there's there's a line that I always thought was kind of cool. And, and the older I've got, I think the more I realize it's not that cool um, thing. I think it's their it was their big breakthrough hit um, closer to fine. Uh, they say, um, um, you know, it's just all these things that they've experienced in life that that, uh, you know, are leading to them reaching self-fulfillment or whatever i don't remember exactly what it's about but they they say um they talk about college and they say i i spent four years prostrate to the higher power uh got my papers and i was free you know like you know like finally you know down with the man i you know i i survived that that period where i was being put into a box and i certainly think that's true i i think it's it's quite possible that you go through an education where, uh, you know, you're not really learning to have a spirit of inquiry, you're learning what to think, not how to think. And that's scary. So I, I get the, I get it from that point. But you know, sometimes we need to be prostrate to something so that we understand it. And that might be your people. You know, it might be learning about your people, what makes them tick, they don't tick the same way you do, huh? I wonder how, what makes them tick. Things like that uh, might be where you have to have some humility. 
just you know this goes back to our last episode i don't know that's a wonderful right. place to be you know right. i don't know i'm going to go find out well and, and you know we talked about this from a coaching standpoint right you need to get to know your people you need to get to care and so I, I run this exercise i'll have a room full of managers i'll pair them up and i'll give them a set of questions to ask each other yeah and so they'll ask each other and and they're and and they're good people. They want to, know, and they, they have this wonderful conversation. What are your goals? What would the best day look like? What are your, what are your career goals, your personal goals? You know, just these questions and they, they get done and they have to, and I always have to stop them, right? They're just talking, talking, talking. Right? I'm like, all right, all right, come back, come back, come back. And so I get their attention and you know, what, what about that work? Well, you know, I, I, you know, it was great. I asked these questions. I learned so much. And then, and then I hit them right between the eyeballs. All right. So then the question is, do you now know more about the person you were paired up with than mm. you do about the people who report to you? Yeah. And you'll see, you know, the head's lower, you know, you know, there's, right. there's a few, yeah, there's a new guy, I really haven't spent much time with him or her and, you know, things like that. So, uh, so taking that curiosity and, 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 you know, it's inside of them, right. Demonstrating the power of it and then creating that emotion around, that discomfort of, yeah, this is something I need to do uh, yeah. is go be curious with my, my people. And one guy said, you know, I, before the pandemic, I knew all my people's goals and, and what their plans were and stuff like that. He says, but since the pandemic, my goals and, and life ambitions have changed. I bet my people, some of my people's have as well. Oh, you know I, it. I need to go back and be curious all over again. Yeah, to see what's changed, what hasn't changed, um, so I, that I can better interact with them. Yeah, that's that's really good. That um, you know, you would periodically need to just take stock and and see what it is that you now don't know. Mm -hmm. No, that's good. That's really good. Oh yeah. Well, and you if you think about this right, it's it's that demonstration of curiosity, like we we talked about in the previous episode, where you're you're asking questions and things like that. So when I meet a new client, you know, they always want to meet in their office. We sit down and they start telling me about this department and that department and everything. I, and I always you know, I say, can we go look at them? I'd love mm -hmm. to see it. Mm -hmm. And I would. Right? Yep. They're all set up different. They're all doing the same thing, but they're all set up different. Yep. And, and then all of a sudden you have these great conversations about things that wouldn't have occurred. It, just sitting in the office setting, trying to recall them from memory. Yeah. Yeah. It you know, my version of that is, uh, you know, how did you get into the business? Because for me, it's always the story. You know, I, 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 I almost am not interested in how things work the way you are, but I'm insanely interested in what, you know, what their story is and what got them to this place that they're at now. Um, and there will always be, just like we talked about in our previous episode, they're going to give you that brief timeline or, you know, say, well, my dad got me into the business. Okay. In what way? You know, what, what? Tell me, was your dad in the business? You know, it, it, whatever it's going to be, there there will be some thread to pull there, some further question to ask. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, gosh, you just, there's just so many things to learn. You know, it's just uh, to to stay in that mode as much as possible. Um, it's going to make your working relationship just tons richer. Let alone the fact that you'll have learned something, <laughs> and that's always its own reward. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I firmly believe every person on the planet does something better than anybody else. Yeah. 
And yeah. it's part of my job is to figure out what that is. Right. And by being curious and, and, and staying present, you figure out what it is. And, and that's always exciting. And then you figure out, are they, are they utilizing that superpower to its fullest? I love that. Yeah. And even people like we talked about earlier, right? You, they initially present as non-learners. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, uh, I really don't, you know, uh, one of our goals is to create discomfort discomfort yeah. can be pain or attraction, right? A little yep. bit of pain, right? What happens if you continue on this path and not learning and not growing and changing? Uh, what's going to happen? And what is the upside? What neat things could happen to you if you mm -hmm. did take on a learning mindset and added some new skills to your to your toolbox? Mm -hmm. And and sometimes we do that with assessments. We get some feedback from their peers, from their yep. team members, um, just different questions. And then all of a sudden you figure out they're leaning in and now they're starting to open their mind to, to all right, maybe there are some things that, that, that I could be doing more, better, different, or less uh, that would help me succeed both at, better at life and work. Yeah, and you and I talked about this before we started recording. You know, I, I said that my concern was that, um, you know, people would hear this as us whining about clients that didn't get us and, you know, we, we, we didn't have a good working relationship and, you know, it was because they didn't have a learning mindset. Um, but, but we certainly uh, don't mean that uh, because there are clients that you don't click with. Um, the issue is, uh, is that client in a mode to be a client? Mm -hmm. you know, are, they, are they in a place where they actually can grow? They may want to grow, but they won't unless they really deep down are willing to, to be humble, to learn, to apply some things that may or may not work at first. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Just having the ability to admit, I don't know as much as I should about this topic. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And then start to, to explore whether it's us or some other resources, right? There's, yeah. there's a, you know, we live in the golden age of learning, right? All these resources right. are available free of charge everywhere. And whether you avail yourselves of our expertise or, or these, these other learning resources or a combination thereof, uh, the key is to just get out there and to, to try and get better at something. Yeah, well said, well said. Well, this is sort of a short one, uh, but it was just, uh, it was a natural piggyback on our previous episode about just asking one more question. And, and uh, you can't do that unless you have the mindset that we talk about in this episode. So uh, we, we hope that this has given you a, a new way to uh, look at uh, how you orient yourself to uh, work and life and uh, gives you just one more reason to uh, stay curious, be curious, and uh, approach things with a spirit of inquiry. Yes, spirit of inquiry. Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and and let's, let us close with a quote from uh, Albert Einstein. Please. You know, yes. on a first name basis. And uh, he said, uh, I have no special talent. I am only passionately curious. And so one of the greatest thinkers of the 20th century mm. um, saw himself not as a great mind, but as somebody who was constantly trying to find the answers. And so, yeah, we could all probably uh, use a little bit of Albert in all this. <laughs> the, uh, well, let's see, see what our uh, wonderfully talented and not so curious announcer has to say about us at this point. <laughs> Not curious about us, that's for sure. No, no. We still love you, though, man. And that, I guess, 
is that it doesn't take a genius. No rights reserved, nothing trademarked, copyrighted, or even original. Feel free to give it to anyone, anytime, using any and all media formats. Warning, Mark and Mike may or may not make another one. I'm your announcer, and I did not get paid a nickel to do this. They won't even let me tell you my name. So, until next time, if there is a next time, stay safe, be well. That's good enough.